It is totally understandable today that most Berserk fans have not experienced the Berserk Dreamcast game. Even though of all the Berserk side projects, it's the best and most closely connected with Miura, it's on a dead system and it was never re-released, so it's not something one can just jump into and play these days. But acknowledging that that's a barrier to entry, we decided to play through it ourselves with commentary and share that experience as a kind of podcast. Honestly, we have wanted to do this podcast for years. It just never made a lot of sense how we were going to be able to do that if so many people had not played the game or would understand a lot of the characters or story elements that we would be talking about. Looking back at this game just shy of 20 years after its release, there is actually a lot to enjoy. The story not only slots seamlessly with the manga story, it works on its own as a standalone in its own chapter of Millennium Falcon. It kinda has it all, an original apostle, I mean two really, a god hand cameo, Zod, the partial restoration of Casca's mind, none of those are things I think any Berserk fan should overlook merely because the legacy of the game is somewhat obscured because of the system it's on. So please see this podcast as kind of a shortcut for that experience. It's not perfect, we certainly could have said a lot more about the game and its development, but as our very first game stream, I think it's a decent marriage between playing the game and us talking candidly about it and our feelings about it. If you want to go ahead and jump in, that video can be found at skullknight.net slash podcast 100. But keep listening to hear some highlights from that recording to kind of whet your appetite for the whole shebang. What is really interesting about it is that Miura is all over this game. He did the story, he did the characters, all the designs. He said in the interview for this game that he invested a lot of time in this. And you can actually feel it a lot of times. There's so many sequences where you really, it does really feel like a manga you know, scene come to life. Yeah, it is uh, extremely authentic, if nothing else. Parts of it are really cool. Parts of it are hokey, part of it, parts of it are also really cool. I mean, it's it's kind of fallen out of canon, but it basically was canon when it came out. Like, it was not only yeah. canon, but it was like, it was ahead of the series. It showed us things that hadn't even happened yet taking place. Yeah, it was meant to be canon, and it's still significant to these days, you know, if you care about the manga, so... Well, it looked like shit nowadays, you know, it was pretty good at the time, you know, when it came out, yeah. I remember I was, I was impressed by the graphics, I was like, damn man, this game looks great. Yeah. Like, I was really quite impressed. It was also funny just to see, like, things that we've seen, you know, dozens of times, it feels like in the manga, be represented in, like, animation, even as poorly as it was, like, Casca wandering into the scene of the bandits there. And then uh, we, you know what's coming next when they attack her. But yeah, it was just sort of funny to see that in real time. The story sections are so much better than they had any right to be, honestly, for this era of games. Yeah. yeah. Like this, you didn't have lengthy narrative cutscenes like this. this. This was not normal. You know, Metal Gear Solid came out. That had a lot of them, sure. This was by far the, you know, oddity to have something this long and in depth. The art book shows you all of Miura's original designs. And he said that he did them as detailed as he did so that he didn't want them to be lost in conversion to polygons. So they're pretty pretty direct. There's a lot of these goddamn things. So that's one of the interesting uh, details about the technical part of this game. You know, why the Dreamcast? Why not the PlayStation? Uh, in the interview, Miura says it's the number of characters he could show on screen. With the PlayStation, it would have been about two to three characters at one time. With the Dreamcast, because of the, you know, different technology, he can show up to ten characters at once. So... 
That's why he went with Dreamcast over PlayStation. It's almost like it was his chance to kind of moonlight as like a game producer, you know, through Berserk, you know, on this game. Because, I mean, it really does feel like he was, you know, just so heavily involved with everything except like, you know, the most technical video gamey aspects. But it's very much his creation. In the uh, interview in the art book, he actually complains about the level of involvement he had. He said he was working 24-hour days writing versions of this, and there were he rewrote the story four times before they arrived at a final script for the game. I feel like its legacy is 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 a little tarnished because of the technology associated with it, and also the fact that it's on a, a dead platform. You know, you don't think of like the PlayStation One, for example. People have not forgotten about those games, whereas Dreamcast games, because the the system itself had such a short life. It's just kind of an oddity. You it doesn't know? have a big footprint. Right, totally. It's also because Sega died, you know, I mean, not, didn't yeah. die, but, you know, pretty much the same. And, yeah, on, on the PS4, you can get, like, you know, PS1 games, because they got the classics, and also, same thing for the Xbox, they got emulation, and Nintendo's the same. So, yeah, Sega, you know, I mean, who knows, maybe if Sega releases a, a Dreamcast classic, you know, this game would be sure, on it. Yeah. yeah, might be the case. You know, among one of the shittiest <laughs> the, titles, you know, <laughs> the system, the system that killed us. The yeah. Classic. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, some people, I mean, a few people still really love the Dreamcast. So, I don't think badly of the system. I just mean, I feel like this game's, you know, shelf life was shortened because of that, and yeah. it's yeah. kind of an oddity historically because of that. It's true. Right. If it was on Xbox or PlayStation, you'd be able to download some contemporary version of it, right. but you can't because it was on a yeah, like on a weird system that was a dead end. Yeah, and that died not long after. 